Happy summer, Smickheads. It's been a hot and busy one. And to make up for it, we're airing bonus episodes of the Saturday Morning Ice Cream Podcast alongside our ScaryCast. That's right, double the episodes every month while we gear up for the spooky season. Enjoy these bonus episodes and stay cool. We had to visit my folks for the 4th of July holiday. Mm-hmm. And um, when, when we stay there, we have to sleep in one of the bedrooms. And Lydia sleeps on an air mattress in the same bedroom. And so mm-hmm. that's the only time we all sleep in the same room. And it never goes well. Um, it's, it's very exhausting. So uh, the first night we were there, um, she has a nightmare. Um, not, no, not a nightmare. I'm sorry. There was a loud thunderstorm. Lots of lightning. She got scared. She crawls into bed with us. And she's trying to talk to us the whole time. And we're, we're not having it. We're trying to sleep. And um, she, she goes, she gets up to Brett's ear. She goes, Mom, Mom, I just want to say I love you. And uh, you you mean the world to me. And she goes, I tooted. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I mean, that wasn't it. That's not all she said. I mean, she 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 uh, she came up to me and she goes, Dad, Dad, why are you breathing weird? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like you can simultaneously be furious and but at the same time, you can't be mad at that. Yeah, I I was laughing, but I was very, very upset. (laughs) Yeah. Now, imagine living those nights for the past five years. Oh, my God. (laughs) My child has slept with us in the same bed. Oh, Uh, not the same child. But now that we've had three, they've just it's been a revolving door of children in our bed. Uh, that sounds terrible. That's it does. Never, sound terrible. <laughs> that's never been. That's never been for us. Thankfully, it's only happened when we have to sleep in the same room when we yeah. visit family. But yeah. oh my gosh, it's terrible. We're, now that we know it's possible to get them out of our bed and into their own bed, and they'll sleep through the night and everything, we're definitely going to work much faster on this third one <laughs> to get I would them hope out. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> the way it's working right now ain't working. <laughs> Throw throw all three of them in a room together. Heather and I have kind of worked out this system that kind of just accidentally worked itself into into how we do things once Caden was born, where um, she will kind of take control from like midnight to 3 a.m. And then from about 3.30 until about 8 o'clock in the morning, I will take Caden into the living room so that she can have like a good solid three to four hours of sleep before... You know, she has to wake up in the morning. Solid three hours. Of <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> you but like, it, babe. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but she is able to sleep like during the day. So she'll get like some power naps within there. But I can't. I'm not a day sleeper. Oh, I cannot yeah. take naps during the day. So like I have to have from like 1030 until about three in the morning to just sleep or else I can't function. I'll be absolutely no help to her. <laughs> and so, um. But this morning, for some reason, uh, I like Caden woke up. I gave him his bottle. I kind of he wasn't going back to sleep immediately, which he actually usually does, which is pretty has been pretty great. So I kind of rocked him for a little bit and then he finally went back to sleep. But I had been up for so long that I couldn't go back to sleep. So I was just and what my 
my strategy is, is I'll go out into the living room. Um, once he falls asleep, I'll put him in his baby swing and allow him to kind of rock back and forth. And then I'll turn the TV on to like this YouTube station that does like a completely dark black screen with, um, rainfall thunderstorm sounds. So it's like real soothing, but there's no like light coming from the TV. So it doesn't like bother him in any way. Um, and then I'll go lay down on the couch. Well, I, so I had, it was like a dark room, soothing sounds on the TV, uh, Caden's asleep in his swing and I'm just kind of like laying on the couch and my mind just kind of starts thinking about things. And, um, <laughs> that's never a good thing for me at like three o'clock in the morning. Cause it's usually about like death and like scary stuff. But this morning, for some reason, I started thinking about time travel and I think I cracked time travel. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> now, now bear with me because I'll give you the condensed version. Because I started asking myself the question: Are you familiar with the with the fact that light from the sun takes eight and a half minutes to reach Earth? So if if the sun just randomly went out, we wouldn't know it for eight and a half minutes because the Earth, the light traveling from the sun takes eight and a half minutes to reach earth have you, I did have not you heard know this okay no. well it's, it's a fact it's a scientific fact okay. and so like and so like you so like the the basis of my theory uh, you have to suspend belief uh, suspend imagination on a few things but okay. okay so knowing that fact now imagine that there's a person standing on the sun and you are standing on earth and you guys are waving at each other is he on fire well, just imagine that he could be. Also, okay. you have to imagine that he's the size of the sun so that you could actually see him from Earth. <laughs> this is getting really, really complicated. <laughs> it, it, it is complicated, but the way I've worked this out in my mind, it's, this is it a works. Big <laughs> you have to be able to see them because I don't know if it works the same if you're using a telescope. I don't know if that breaks the laws that I'm about to. Well, I don't think you could look directly at the sun with a telescope. True. So, like I said, there's a lot of things that you just have to believe <laughs> that you're going to be able to do. <laughs> so, okay, you've got the guy on the sun. He's as big as the sun. And he's waving at you. So now, now our eyes, they are working like cameras. So they are using the light from the sun to expose you to everything that's around. You can't see anything without light. So the light and images that you're seeing of the sun are eight and a half minutes old. Okay. So let's say you guys wave at each other at the same time. You're not seeing his wave until eight and a half minutes after he has waved to you. Can so you the, see me? Yeah, it doesn't matter if he okay. can see you. <laughs> <laughs> so everything that you're experiencing from the sun already happened eight and a half minutes ago. Okay. And so what my mind started thinking was, I was like, because we're experiencing everything eight and a half minutes in the past, are we technically in the past and the sun is in the future? And then so I started thinking, now, if you go to another planet that is equal distance from the earth to the sun, they are then 17 minutes away from the sun and eight and a half minutes away from us. So everything they're seeing eight and a half minutes on the earth happened eight and a half minutes ago. Are you following? Are you tracking? Sure. Okay. So my theory is that time travel is not necessarily like you see in the movies where you go like from a DeLorean point, and right where you just magically end up in a place. It's more okay. visual. So if you are able to go far enough out in space to where you are able to times that eight and a half minutes enough times that it will equal 36 years. If you were able to go out far enough and still see Earth 
with the naked eye, you could technically see the time that you were born because it would have taken that many eight and a half minutes to reach that planet, the light to reach that planet. So like there's a planet way far out in space that's experiencing the 80s right now of Earth if they were able to see it. <laughs> now they can't see it because life, light probably doesn't travel that far. And if it does, they probably still can't see Earth because it's too far away. But I'm just saying, if they could, you would technically be able to see Earth. At some point in space, you would be able to see Earth in the 80s. And that's how you would get to re-experience the 80s again. Welcome everyone to another episode <laughs> of the Saturday Morning Ice Cream There's more, there's podcast. more. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more to it. <laughs> Mike, we gotta do a show. <laughs> I'm one of your co-host, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike DeGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a scientist. Is he not? No. <laughs> uh, and this is episode number 25, and we are bringing you the science and the math that you never asked for. <laughs> <laughs> no, There's I don't. More. I don't want to be totally rude. I, I do want Mike to finish. I just want okay. to make sure that if anyone tuned in and was listening to seven minutes, <laughs> Mike DeGrasse Tyson, I just want to let them know we are going to talk about some some nostalgia <laughs> things like that. Well, the only the only final part to it was I was trying to figure out if there was a way to use some sort of combination of instant teleportation and wormholes to then go out to that planet that would be experienced in the 80s and then slingshot yourself back to Earth in the 80s. Because I was like, they're but I, I, I talked myself around so many times that I realized that it's not possible. Because going back to the sun and the Earth, you two are still waving at each other at the same time. Time is constant. You're just not seeing their wave for eight and a half minutes because the light takes that long to reach Earth. So like, say you two are standing, somebody's on the sun, you're on Earth, and you guys pop a balloon at the same time. You won't see his balloon pop for eight and a half minutes. If my theory is correct. Now, I'm no scientist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wait, 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 wait. So you wake up. Mm -hmm. three <laughs> you, put, this is you put your son in a rocker mm -hmm. and you turn on some youtube thunderstorms and and so what what is the thing that sparks this discussion within your mind see now heather asked me that same question when i was trying to explain this to her and i can't remember i really think it, i just started asking myself are we eight minutes in the past from the sun and that's how i started getting on this loop and this thing in my head of like, are we, eight? no, we're not eight minutes because the, the, the thing that got me out of it was, um, it's all in how fast light travels. And to use another example is if you're at the air show and you see a plane fly past you, that plane flew past you, but you don't hear the plane pass you until like a couple seconds later because it's traveling faster than the speed of sound. Oh. So, be, but because you're so close to each other you can actually see it because you're experiencing the same light frequencies. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> e expect my, my first book out next summer where I explain. <laughs> <laughs> you apparently have a lot of time to write this book too. <laughs> I do. I'll be writing it tomorrow starting at 3 a.m. <laughs> it's funny because by like 7 a.m., like at 3 a.m. I'm thinking about stuff like, oh my God, I've cracked time travel. And then by 7 a.m. I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> None of this makes sense anymore. <laughs> well, it definitely doesn't make sense to me at 11:30 a.m. 
<laughs> I need my visual aids. It made a lot more sense when I was oh, yeah, drawing your it charts out for Heather. And the, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I imagine that you that you've got this uh felt board in your living room on a on a on a little stand and you've got like a felt sun that sticks. I I don't know if you when I was a kid and had to go to like vacation Bible school, I remember a teacher had a felt board and she had little felt things that, you know, like characters and things she would put on the board. I was always fascinated by that. But I imagine yeah. you doing said thing, uh, but with like the planets and stuff. That's and... that's phase two. Right now I'm still in the Sharpie and spare pieces of paper mode. Yeah. And because uh, I was drawing the layers and I imagined it like an onion. So like the layers of the onion are the layers of light that are spreading out from the sun. So I used the layer of the onion and I I drew it out. But that, that reminds me, that reminds me <laughs> in first grade, I had a teacher that I really loved because she had these jars of honey, like paper cut out draws, jars of honey on the wall. And if you did something good, she'd like draw a little bit of yellow in it. And your goal was to fill up the honey pot. And if you oh. did, you got um, a prize or something. But I always loved how she colored in with the yellow marker because it like always filled in so solidly. And I was like, ah, I love that. <laughs> it's like, oh, so satisfying. Yeah. She's like, what's that, Michael? Nothing. <laughs> it's like ASMR from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, normally I start the show out with um, asking how you're doing, but I feel like I have a pretty good idea. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So, so I do want to know how you're doing. Of course, you're you're my best friend. That, that mm-hmm. means... I need to know this, um, but you just had another human. Last mm-hmm. time we talked, it was sounding mm-hmm. like the human was going to come any day, mm-hmm. and it actually did. He and did. So here we are. It's July. We've had our July Fourth. Um, you've had a baby. Yep. And um, you know, you're you're sleeping a little bit. It's kind of amazing how quickly and slowly time seems to travel now. Because tomorrow, at the time that we're recording this, tomorrow he'll be a month old. And I'm just like, where did that time go? Man, that but is at the, crazy. At the time when he's screaming, I'm like, this time's never going to go by. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be in this forever. <laughs> um, but, I mean, just to give you an idea of how I'm doing, it's 1130. I've been up since 330, and I've cracked time travel. Yeah, so, that, well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I've like, time I, I think we're, we could say it's good. You're, I don't think well. I'm doing well. I don't think I'm doing <laughs> I shouldn't be this manic at 11.30 for not sleeping. <laughs> well, I mean, most people that we refer to as geniuses or brilliant from, you know, the days past were usually pretty manic. So um, that's what I told Heather. I was like, I'm not a smart man, but I do have glimpses of genius. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart, but I am a genius. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad you're alive at least. That's what matters. And I'm glad you're here cuz I got to say, man, it's been almost a month since we've even had a conversation. I know. So, uh, I've missed talking to you. So, it's been it's been, it's this this podcast I've been waiting to do this podcast. I'm very excited to Me too. I actually to be I, here in the present right now. I want to hear about like how like what kind of summer things you've been doing cuz I've even though we have been like not sleeping and everything we still have had a pretty good summer so far like we've been able to do some things and it's well, been good fun. man let's get into that yeah. um all right let's do a little summer update Ooh, that that's was right expected you may have had a third child but i just had a second news segment <laughs> <laughs> did it hurt did you need an epidural <laughs> 
I just took a couple of laxatives. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but me a summer a summer update. I feel like you know if we've said this before. If the fall is my time to shine, then the summer is your time to shine. And so it's not fair that I get a a new segment, you know, on, on my my holy month. Let's give let's get one for for the summer as well. Cause uh I, I gotta say, man, I'm on team summer with you. I am mm-hmm. I've been loving summer the last couple of years. The way yep. I, I don't know, you've opened my eyes about it. Um there's a <laughs> lot to enjoy and I just really hate the winter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, let's hear it. What's uh, what's a uh, what's some summer things you've been doing? Yeah, we've we've been doing some fun things. One new thing this year that has been really nice is like last year was kind of our summer of snow cones. I guess you could say is like Ooh. we were getting snow cones constantly. But um, earlier this summer, like kind of before summer officially started, we went to Sonic one night, and um, I got Heather got her usual, which was like a, a cherry limeade. And then I got Love a cherry it. slush and then Colt was in the back seat and he goes, I want that, that grape candy thing. And I was like, what is that? And I looked and there's like a grape slush with nerds candy in it. Yes. Have you, have you seen this? Have you had so, it? So a little backstory on that. That was supposedly a Kevin Durant special menu yeah. item back when he was loyal and played right. mm-hmm. for the Thunder and lived in Oklahoma City. Sonic had did a uh, a signature slushy, and it was a, a, a grape slushy with nerds in it, and uh, it's pretty good. I'm always curious about things like that. Where did he invent that, or did they like give him some options? Oh, like... I, there's no telling. I mean, I <laughs> do I believe Kevin Durant is capable of creating a pretty delectable candy slushy drink? Maybe, but I mean, he's not my favorite person on the planet. In fact, he's right. caused me more pain than not. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to give him that kind of credit. I'm just going to say the first time I ever heard of this, it was associated with that man's name. Well, I never knew that. I thought it was a new thing, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it. Uh, I got it for Colt and I got him home. And for some reason, I took a drink of his like I didn't even think I was going to like it because I didn't think I was going to like the grape slush. Yeah, Um, but I did. It, I mean, it tasted like a melted grape popsicle. And grape then the, slush is good, man. Yeah. And then the nerds candy were just like hitting me with like little s- punches of sour. And yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And then I couldn't drink any more of it because it was cold. And he was getting mad that I was drinking out of it. So. <laughs> he gets he gets a possessive about his his stuff oh my kid too so like i was like craving it and so like we finally made another trip back to sonic a couple weeks later and by this time summer had really officially started and like i have been getting it weekly it is like my oh my gosh (laughs) and and so like i i know i've talked to you about this before but big brother has started recently which is like our summer show um, because it it only airs during the summer and like it's graphics package this year and the design of the house is so summer feeling that it's just like oh it's it just hits you in all the summer feels and then we go out and we get a sonic drink before every episode oh man what a tradition it is it's really awesome and then like yesterday um heather and i you know we've been kind of cooped up in the house i'm working from home so i'm able to help her with the baby and everything which has been awesome but we've been kind of cooped up in the house except for the few moments where we like go out and get food or run to the grocery store but we took the boys the two boys to daycare and then we took caden 
uh, over to my parents' house because they're on vacation in Florida this uh, this week. Uh, and so we got like free run of their pool with no kids except nice. for Caden. But Caden slept the whole time. So it was just like me and her getting to swim all day yesterday um, without not all day. We were there like an hour and a half or two hours. Still, and, that's a day yeah, swim. But it was nice. I mean, I had like a pool floaty out and I got to lay on it and I almost fell asleep on it. And it's like, I haven't done that in years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're probably like extra tired now. <laughs> I was. What probably really happened tired. was you probably just jumped in, climbed up on there. Next thing you know, it's been an hour and a half and you guys went home. <laughs> We've been here all. Why am I all red? <laughs> Did you guys have. I mean, I, I remember one time you were telling me you and Heather went swimming. And you got like a whole bunch of snacks and stuff before mm-hmm. you went. Did did you do that or did you get some food on the way home? We didn't do that, but m- only because my parents, my mom, like she left me a note before she left. And she was like, whatever food is in the house is yours. And so nice. like we were eating their chips and their candies. They had popcorns <laughs> out. My mom is a junk food nut. You'd never know it because she's always been like super skinny, but she just runs all the time. But like she has like ding dongs and Twinkies and like everything. Oh her gosh. her house is like the the snack food <laughs> aisle of the grocery store. <laughs> Dang, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it it was it was nice. So we had some we we got some drinks over at their house. It's and, like you guys scored a sick Airbnb. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it really was. But like I had to do some chores while they're like water her grass and do stuff like that. So it Take wasn't completely trash, free. Clean yeah, your room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it wasn't completely free. But it oh was nice. Gosh. It was really nice. Dude, that sounds like a lot of fun. That that sounds like a like a perfect summer afternoon. Yeah. And I lo- I'm loving this uh Sonic drink getting the, you know, before the the TV show, the the television yeah. program you guys like. I think yeah. that's awesome. Something weird though. Um and let me know, do you get slushes often or is that kind of like a drink that you usually get from Sonic? Hardly ever. Um, okay. I I'm really like ocean water is my favorite drink. Every mm-hmm. time we go to a Sonic, I if if I'm if I'm eating a meal, I typically get like a Coke, but I'll get like the uh the cherry or the the vanilla cherry vanilla Coke with lime. That's mm-hmm. my go-to. But if it's just hey, I need a drink or we're cruising or I'm, you know, just having some mozzarella sticks or something small ocean water because it's the coconut taste that I don't love with like burger and fries, but I love it with like snack food or just drinking around. And the funny thing is I I don't even like coconut, but I love ocean water. Like that's Mm -hmm. the, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the stuff for me. Interesting. So I actually, I meant to tell you, I found those seltzers at my grocery store. Oh, um, dude, I've been looking for those. Oh I'll, my gosh. I'll buy you one and mail you one if you want me to, because they have like a whole pallet of them and nobody's oh, buying them. Man. I forgot to look when we went to Oklahoma, because I figured if anything, somewhere in Oklahoma would have them. At least they're Walmart. at Crest. Like I've never seen, I haven't seen them at Walmart. They were at Crest. Hmm. And, um, I actually didn't buy any because I'm I'm I've never had ocean water and I didn't want to buy like a whole case of ocean water if I wasn't going to drink it. But they had like a variety pack um, that was like um, limeade, cherry limeade and then like two other flavors. And I would have got that if they had it. They had a sign for it, but they didn't have it on the palate. They had this like other tropical variety pack, but I didn't think I would like any of those flavors. Yeah, man. Um, I really want to try those. Well, if you don't find any and there's a pal, I'll I'll snag you a case and Dude, mail, yes, air mail it awesome. to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to ask you or tell you, like, 
the grape like runs out super fast. Like I've still got three fourths of ice left and then like no juice in it. anymore. Yeah. It's a, such a weird slushy thing. Yeah. Um, that's typically, I mean, that's kind of why I don't like snow cones because I feel mm-hmm. like obviously I'm, you're going for the flavor and the flavor right. in snow cones is really great, but you, you it kind of just doesn't last very long. And yeah. Slushies are the same way. It's like, you drink all that sweet syrup and <laughs> you're just left with ice. You're like, oh, this is a bummer. Yeah, but I love it. I love those little kicks of the nerds. They like they really it's have surprisingly been good. Me. I've gotten yeah. it one. Uh, no, I've gotten it a couple of times, and I've enjoyed it every single time I've gotten it. It's just yeah. there was one summer I remember. It was a few years ago. I had claimed this was going to be the drink of the summer for me. <laughs> I just got it that one time. That's <laughs> like I just kept going back for ocean water. Um, ah, it's so good. I love Sonic Man. I yeah. absolutely like. Ugh, there's no summer if there's no Sonic. That's that's how I well, feel. Well, now that uh, we we're not getting snow cones much, and Seven Eleven has betrayed me. Um, that's that's <laughs> our new summer, our new summer spot. Um, but yeah, what 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 have you been up to? Well, we we've, we've had a pretty good summer. I mean, it's been it's been uh it's been a different summer. Um, mainly just because we've been uh trying to get the house ready to sell and find a new house so everything's kind of been in boxes and we've been really busy with uh you know tightening up all the loose ends and whatever but we got to go to oklahoma for the fourth and we were there for uh probably four maybe five days i think five days um and it was a lot of fun we went to visit my parents and um my sister and her brother came in from our uh her husband came in from utah uh, my brother and his wife came in from Oklahoma City, and um, we had we had an awesome time. But like it was it was so fun. I love like I could live in my hometown in Grove for the summer and maybe part of the fall. Like about the time Halloween's over, I'd have to leave. Like I don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. The thing that's so strange about this town from Grove, Oklahoma. And it is a very small town, but it's uh, it's a lake town. And so um, on in the summer, it is it's popping. I mean, it is so busy. You you drive down, you know, downtown, which, mind you, is, is small, but like a lot of traffic, um, the restaurants, the gas stations full of people. Mm-hmm. Um it just it's just fun like it feels like hey this is a this is the place to be because everyone's there to go to the lake yeah um in the winter time it's the most depressing place on the planet like there's just <laughs> there's nobody you know it's it's primarily old people that live there you know and um yeah i mean they're not nobody's out doing anything it's cold it's just kind of you know how it is um it's just it's, it's just not fun but in the summer i love it and i also just have so many good memories of being there in the summer like having good summers there so it's just kind of like i feel like i'm a kid when i go back home so uh we got a lot of brahms ate lots of brahms ice cream um even caught some water burger outside of town uh, uh had to, had to go to tulsa real quick to pick up something and got some water burger so that was really fun um I got to go on a boat with my family, which I haven't done in a really long time. And it was my daughter's first time on a boat. I was and, so uh, jealous of those dude, pictures. It was, it was fun. So like my grandpa used to have a pretty nice little boat, but um, we rented a, a, a pretty big pontoon boat. I think there was, uh, God, there's probably like eight or nine of us on it. And um, we had the best time. We were out for about three hours 
we had sandwiches and chips and drinks and you know cokes and beers and oh went swimming and I, I got on the tube and i did some tubing with my brother-in-law like it was yeah. hilariously fun um <laughs> i screamed like a baby it was <laughs> it was super fun <laughs> uh, lydia's like dad why are you screaming oh my god like she was ter- like she's like dad please don't go don't you know like she's hugging my leg and i was like it's gonna be all right i'm gonna be fine she's like dad i don't want you to go <laughs> And then I'm on there like yelling and she's like terrified, like, what's wrong with dad? That's when you realize children sense things. I know, exactly. I was like, she knew I was going to be in danger. (laughs) But um, man, we had a good time. Um, One of my favorite things I did, though, which was kind of, I don't know, it's it's dorky, but um, it's it's a simple thing. It's not the simple thing I'm going to talk about in this cast, but... um, Mm My wife had to take a couple of photos. Um, the, the downside is we both had to work while we were there. I had uh, literally had no jobs for two months. And then the day before I leave on vacation, the sky falls out and there's yep. like 500 things to do. And it's just like crap. Like That's how it happens. I had to take all, I had to take my hard drives, I take my iPad, my laptop, everything to just, and I worked a lot. But still, boat day was fun. Uh, Brett had to take photos on a Sunday morning <clears throat> of Stella for some campaigns and we went out to the lake and there was like a little boat uh, send off, you know, boat launch. And uh, it's really pretty over there. It's really cool. So she took some photos and I was like, oh, it's like this beautiful, sunny, cool. It was like 83 um, Sunday morning. I was just like, man, it's just so quiet. Like, let's uh let's go for a little walk and after that let's get in the car and like let's go to sonic let's get some drinks and um maybe we'll just drive around mm-hmm. and so we went to sonic and picked up some summer drinks and i just drove around grove which is something i don't normally do like i drove by some of the old neighborhoods i used to live in i drove by some of the old places i used to work at we went by the high school and saw the football field which they had when i played on it was just you know a grass field but now they have like professional you know turf with like mm-hmm. permanent paint in the end zone and in the center i mean it was pretty impressive yeah um but we, yeah we just like went for a drive i showed her all the best trick-or-treating neighborhoods <laughs> <laughs> and it was what was cool and i hope we do it i kind of was i was like yeah this is the neighborhood we would go to so i showed her the whispering whispering hills neighborhood i showed mm-hmm. her um where orchard grove was all these great places and i was like man we need to come back with lydia in october like i want her to have a grove halloween where we come mm. here for halloween she trick-or-treats my old neighborhoods and then we could do the same in michigan one year yeah um because it's been really fun to go trick-or-treating here but it's like i i want like i think it'd be cool especially for her to be like oh yeah i've trick-or-treated in oklahoma i've trick-or-treated mm-hmm. in michigan you know can that's be kind awesome of maybe when it, she's on a podcast one day she'll talk about it. <laughs> now correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're mentally preparing yourself to move back to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem, Mike. <laughs> I could not live in Grove. I, I like I said only for the summer. Um mm-hmm. Oklahoma City is different. Um but I don't know if I would move to Oklahoma City either. <laughs> you could you could have a summer home in Grove. Right. Uh, fall and winter home in Edmond with me (laughs) (laughs) that that would be pretty fun man that would be pretty fun I wish Tennessee and Oklahoma were the same thing (laughs) I do too (laughs) all right so we are going to get into this month's episode and again if this is your first summer 
Well, yeah, if this is your first episode or your first summer episode coming into it, our our theme this year is our, our summer playlist. And um, we're combining several of our favorite podcast episodes we've done in the past. We're just kind of making a little playlist of it. So essentially, we are talking about, um, fa- we're picking a favorite song. So, you know, something you would add to an actual playlist. Um, and not favorite song, but like a summer song. Songs that remind us of the summer. Um, we're also talking about a commercial that invokes the spirit of summer, and uh, we're focusing on simple things, things mm-hmm. that we have enjoyed in the past that are very simple but very meaningful and summer-related. So uh, I thought last episode, last month, uh, was the first one we did. was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this one. And I've had a, a lot of you guys have reached out and said that you've been enjoying this, so I'm, I'm excited to hear that because I, I think... To me, uh, this is, if I was to describe our podcast to somebody and, you know, you start off with like, oh, it's a, it's a nostalgia podcast. Like, oh, there's a million of those. Like, I know, but this is different. <laughs> <laughs> it is different. It, it, it feels different at least. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't listen to a ton of uh, other podcasts, so it's hard to tell, but I know I'm having a good time. So, Well, we don't focus so much on like the object of the nostalgia we focus more on like the feelings that it gave us that's true we're very we're very sensitive guys we are i cried this morning <laughs> when you were when you finally broke time travel i did, I like, I did it <laughs> <laughs> my life has meaning <laughs> and then you hear uh kaden make a noise like oh yeah yeah you do too <laughs> what's that you, sound <laughs> you helped with that <laughs> yeah all right, let's get into our song, summer song. Um, let's see, Mike. I think I started first last time, so I'm gonna let you start first this time. Okay, well, good because I don't want to be the last for any of my picks. <laughs> because are, why are they bad? I don't know. <laughs> okay. They're different. They're different this year uh, <laughs> or this this month. Um, so right. okay, so as we were just got done done saying the majority of what we talk about are nostalgic things from our childhood or things that give us good memories of our childhood. Uh, but my song this year actually came out maybe two months ago. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, sticking to the plan. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the way I even found this song is kind of funny because um, I was telling you off air that I've become a huge fan of scrolling through TikTok. Like, I don't post to it. I feel like I'm too old to even be on it. But there are so many funny things on TikTok and they're just amazing. But what I found is like, I'll see something funny and then like a couple days later, I'll see another video that is the exact same video, just somebody else is doing it. So it's like, it's just a bunch of people redoing the same funny things yeah, just in their own way. But what the, what that means is sometimes you'll hear like sometimes a a trend is what they call it. will use the same sound clip or music clip. So you'll hear that so many times. And I started hearing this one and I was like, man, this is a great song but I don't know why it's affecting me so much until I saw this one video. Now I'll tell you the name of the song and you can tell me if you know it or not, but the song is um, good for you by Olivia Rodriguez.
Okay, so I first heard this on TikTok, and you only get like six to fifteen or five to fifteen seconds of a video clip, so that's right. all you're hearing of the, the song, and you're essentially hearing the same verse over and over again because people are using the same verse, and um, I was like, man, this is this is like hitting me, and I don't know why <laughs> until and then I saw this one TikTok that was like, um, kids that grew up in the 90s and early 2000s listening to good for you and they're and she's like i'm wondering why is this hitting me the way that it is and then it starts going into um this other song that apparently this song is like a sister song to and the song that it's a sister song to is misery business by paramore okay that song i know and i i'll say this brett told me about this because brett mm-hmm. is on tiktok and yeah. she was saying like have you heard of this olivia rodriguez i was like i don't i don't know what you just said to me yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um and, and um i was like i i've not heard of her i, I was like i know of her though i was like i know she's like kind of younger and she's like a disney star or was a disney star or something um not no has idea a, okay well <laughs> that's what i've heard she's got a singing career uh-huh. but i know a lot of people I would say probably like the, the, the all right. So I'm 36. I know a lot of people who are like in their late to mid 20s who like genuinely love this this girl's music. Um, mm-hmm. kind of like how like Billie Eilish was. I like it didn't attach to me. Like I wasn't into her stuff. But like there yeah. seemed to be a lot of people that were a little bit younger than me that were like, oh yeah, we love we love what she's doing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just so damn old um yeah so anyway that's all i know but she brett was telling me that there was that her song sounded so much like paramore and then yeah. she played it for me the other day so yes sorry to lie i guess i have heard that song right I, I was like wow someone did a mashup of it i was mm-hmm. like holy crap that's like they line up almost perfectly that's insane and so like i was trying to do some research like this song has kind of enveloped my this is going to be my next 3 a.m. like deep dive. Like I was trying to figure out like, what did they do to make it sound so much like misery business? Cause it's not as simple as them just taking the musical track from misery business and then singing over it because right. that's what the mashup did. And they had to kind of adjust things a little bit between each oh, track. For sure. But it's not like still, identical, identical. But yeah, it, but I mean, like you're more of a music person, so I bet you may know more than me. But it is, it is very similar. They use a lot of the same like melodies, I guess, and um, timing or whatever. And 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 I don't know, but it, it just like w- the funniest thing was I after I heard it so much on TikTok, I went and downloaded the song, and I still like younger music i just i'd listen to for the melodies i guess i don't really pay attention to what they're saying so (laughs) it was so interesting listening to her sing this song because it was like hearing it was like hearing misery business in another language because i Hmm. didn't know what she was saying but i could recognize the melody and i was like trying to sing along to misery business in my head as she was singing this song and i but it, it was just like hitting me but like the the tempo of the song and the melody and everything about it it's just like the perfect like driving summer day in your jeep with the top down song and i just love it like that's that's (laughs) why i chose it essentially for this one for um because i love to like go pick up the kids and um 
you know, drive to go get them in my Jeep. It takes like 20 minutes to get to them. So I get to listen to the song over and over and over. <laughs> like 10 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so great. Um, but then also it's that added nostalgia of Paramore. Cause like, I'm not going to say I was the huge, just the biggest like Paramore fan when I was younger, but I would say when Riot came out, I was, it kind of came out like right in that perfect time for me where I could listen to that entire album, like from front to start. And um, that's a fantastic album. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I I mean, when it came out, I was like, whoa, like, this is like, this is probably like one of the coolest things out right now. And like, yeah, I mean, I was very similar. Like, so my band at the time was basically musically even a male version of Paramore. Like <laughs> we were we were a <laughs> pop rock band that had some punk influence and some alternative influence. Um, but like, I just remember listening to that album and when we were recording our EP at the time, um, I showed it to the producer we were working with as like, this sonically is like what we're, what we've been trying to achieve and you know the vocal layering and the melodies and so i had spent like a month writing all the lyrics out and like the melodies and when we went to record it this album came out i was like finally there's something here i can show the producer like this is what we're like and like what we want to go for and it was like the blueprint to like what we were doing not in the sense of like we were copying it it was just kind of like the like we were telling him like this is going to be like an industry standard like this is mm-hmm. going to be really good because this is impressive yeah and uh sure enough i mean like it every band started you know mixing and recording and writing like yep. they had and about the time like we we had a little phase of that and then kind of changed directions almost completely after that um mm-hmm. but i just remember thinking like wow like you you, you think like you think about, well, what kind of music would I want to make? And then something comes out, you're like, oh, well, there it is. Like, somebody already did it. Like, this is exactly... Right. <laughs> exactly. So I have, a, I have a lot of nostalgia built behind that album. Like, it was very special yeah. to me at the time. And it's also pretty close to the time I met Brett. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I kind of get some warm feelings when I think about yeah. those early, early days. Well, I was <laughs> looking up, like, when it came out, because sometimes I... I tend to blend like when I actually listen to out like if I was just like picturing something in my head I would picture a very high school setting but this didn't come out till 2007 so that was a good like four years after I graduated high school yeah. so I was still young but I was definitely in college at the time and yeah, um, we, we had almost met <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um I remember I was still living at my parents' house and I just like went for a walk one day and I had this song playing and it was during summer because I, I know I didn't have anything going on um, that day. And I was just like, it, it it's one of those instances where when I think back to it, it's just like one of those like golden memories that I'll just always cherish because I, I knew I had no responsibilities that day. Yes. <laughs> and like, I was able to just get up, walk for as long as I wanted. I was listening to this album, didn't have a care in the world. I was walking down this road. My parents lived in this neighborhood that was like half residential, half rural. So they, they had like this long, like country feeling road in it. And I was just walking down it. And, um, these it was lined with all these cottonwood trees and so like the cotton was falling as i was walking down the road it was just like it was really beautiful what a mood (laughs) and i was listening i was trying to look up the the place of a song to figure out which song i really was listening i think i was listening to we are broken which is like so emo (laughs) so emo like remembering this but uh i don't know i just have like a really strong 
memory with that song and dude that, yeah that experience i i can i can picture it now i remember i had two cds in my truck and driving around that summer it was paramore's riot and then amy winehouse uh back to black which yep. are two opposite <laughs> things but i like i just remember i was like i these ladies are like i'm just obsessed with right now like this yeah. is this is that's all i listened to that summer um and i think i think that same summer uh there was a band called mayday parade they had mm-hmm. put out an album it was their first one in fact friend of the show kyle crawford did the artwork for that album oh, interesting. which i didn't know kyle at the time but um that's cool I remember the I remember those three CDs were in constant rotation uh, that summer, and I remember the same time like it was like I was driving back and forth between my parents' house in Springfield, Missouri, where we were recording, and I was enlisting into my last year of college at UCO. Yeah. So we hadn't met yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I knew of you, but we weren't buddies yet. Right. But I just remember. Uh, that end of the summer, I was like constantly going back between Missouri and Oklahoma and then immediately moved back to Oklahoma City to finish school. And that was the soundtrack to the, you know, that entire summer. Like I can, I can, I remember going to the dentist one last time before I had to go back (laughs) to school for the summer. I remember going back and forth to the studio. Like I just, I remember like calling Brett and like just all these things. Like I looked really good then too. I I was a lot skinnier (laughs) and I had hair. (laughs) I, Those I were the re- golden years. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember um, Mayday Parade. So I don't know if it's from the same album that you're thinking of, but I only know one song of theirs. And I can remember it was during one of my last semesters of college where I was drawing the pirate series. Nobody listening is going to know what that's about. But I, I know was, it. <laughs> I know. But um, I was doing the pirate and I was listening to that same song, Three Cheers for Five Years. That's off on, the same. That's the okay. same album, I think. I was listening to it on repeat for the entire time I was drawing the the pirates, and like that's crazy. I can anytime I hear that song now, I don't necessarily just think of the pirates, but I can remember like everything going on at that time period. Like I have visual memories of like my life at that time. Man, that's so crazy. Yeah, not to not to flex or anything, but we ended up playing a show of Mayday Parade. Not did you after. really? Oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It was fun. That's it a, was why cool. did you ever quit music? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look at me now. <laughs> no regrets, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, killer, killer song. It's funny how you kind of came into this thinking like this is totally nothing nostalgic about it, but it told mm-hmm. like it became a, you know, became very nostalgic for yeah. both of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will cause... check out that song though. I've only heard the mashup, so I want to hear that song separately and see if yeah. I can draw the same conclusion. But I, yeah. Brett was playing it and was she's like, "Have you heard of this?" You know, because she was a big Paramore fan back in the mm-hmm. day, and so we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. I definitely recommend it. Nice. All right, so my summer song is a throwback, and um, it is certainly a throwback to my taste at the time. So good, get us um, back on track. All right, so my song is uh, All Mixed Up by 311. Oh, I love this song. I still love this song. Um, 
being being the music person that I am, loving lots and lots of types of music, um, Three Eleven was never a band that like stayed in my repertoire. This was like a very like it was a moment. Like I remember being in fifth grade, and this song was the soundtrack to my summer. Um, mm-hmm. But like anything they did after that, it just kind of failed in comparison. Like it never, I never latched on. I liked a few, they had a few decent songs that would come out over time, especially like in, in high school as well. Um, but uh, this song specifically, and this album, it's I, the blue album, um, where it's the blue cover and on the back, they all look like aliens. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it's like really perfect 90s visual aid. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, 311 is actually, I mean, they're not my favorite band. They never have been. Um, but again, I liked them at this time. I liked them for this album. But they are very, very, they're very cool. Like, um, I remember hearing it and was thinking like, wow, this is like a mix of a whole bunch of different types of music. And this song specifically, I think, does one of the best jobs because it's got a little bit of that punk attitude to it in the, you know, in the chorus. Um it's got this reggae feel in the verses with like funk. They even say they bring the reggae in the funk. Um, vocally, it's got some hip hop um, type cadences to it. Um, some jazz guitar. I mean, it's it's really like, it sounds weird to be like, all right, we're going to take a whole bunch of different types of music and mesh them together and then make something that sounds interesting, but good. Yeah. Um, you'll always get something that sounds interesting, but to be catchy and good... It's, it's a whole other thing. I think 311 just kills it with this song where I'm like, man, it's a good song. Like even I listened to it before we did the podcast. I was like, yep, it still slaps. I love it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember um, at the time it was my, my friend, uh, my best friend at the time in, in grade school, he had an older brother who was like two years older than us and he had the CD. And so we had copped the CD from him and took our boom box and we set it up in a parking lot and we skated all day and we just listened to that album and this song probably for like an hour, like had it on, you know, the, the repeat loop. Um, right. But I just I, every time it's summer, it's like the first sunrise of summer that intro to 311, you know, all mixed up <laughs> kicks off in my head. I'm like, oh, yes, it's yeah. here. <laughs> um, when did this song come out? I think it came out in 95. 90 yeah 96 is what I'm 96 right okay here. yeah that makes sense I, I was gonna ask you like what genre you would label this because i know you gave me kind of like a couple different that kind of it encompasses but like yeah. if you were gonna hear this on a radio station i like i would usually hear it on a rock station right like it's, it's probably alternative because yeah that and this is this is a funny thing alternative has always meant to me and I, I think it still works. It's just there's not a lot of different types of music today. Everything mm-hmm. really kind of like kind of like straddles the same line. Like e- even the Foo Fighters put out a new record this year and it's very danceable. It's very mm-hmm. like a- electronic kind of it's just it's very poppy, too. And, you know, they were like one of the last rock bands. You know, I remember right. When Imagine Dragons came out, a lot of people were excited, like, oh, cool, a band that's like rock. And it's like now they sound just like any run of the mill pop group you could come across of. And, you know, that, that's fine. I mean, I, I've never, never liked them either. But um, uh, three ele- alternative always meant like it's it's rock rooted, but it's going to be different than your standard rock and roll. So yeah. um I think that's like Dave Matthews I would have considered alternative in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh Alanis Morissette was alternative you know yeah. it's all it's all like you could say it's all rock they could all play a rock festival together but yeah. they're not going to be they didn't sound like Soundgarden or mm-hmm. Pearl Jam and even they were kind of on the fringe of grunge and things like that but I I'll say this growing up in the 90s I think the 90s had the most I think it was the most exciting decade of music ever like yeah ever I st- like I stand with that <laughs> I mean it's just it's it's amazing how many bands just sounded so different from each other and they all mm-hmm. had massive success I mean yeah I can name okay so 311 Alanis Morissette Dave Matthews band Pearl Jam uh Beastie Boys and let's throw in one more um Nirvana okay none yeah. of those bands sound alike no but they all had massive crazy success and mm-hmm. then you throw in things like Oasis and Radiohead and mm-hmm. even put in like uh Dixie Chicks Garth Brooks yeah. Nora Jones like all, I mean it's crazy and like they all had massive success and they all put out very prolific albums that will still haunt the top 100 albums of all time list that Rolling Stones will put out Green Day I mean like again it's yeah. just like and what do we have today like hardly anything that's that different like like well one thing it's and, and I didn't even mention hip-hop acts of the 90s but I mean like you know I mean, everything from uh, Dr. Dre to Eminem to even Rage Against the Machine and, and things like that. It's just like, it's so wild how different everybody was and how huge they were. Yeah. I and, just, I feel I feel like everything is so incestuous now. Like everything is like yeah. collaborating with everything else. And it's like, even the thing that we were just talking about, it's like, it's a great song on its own, but it's, it's piggybacking on this other song. Yeah. And like and, everybody's collaborating with everybody, you you almost can't hear a hip hop song now that doesn't have like four or five different artists on it. You that's know? true. Well, and the funny thing is, hip hop now is mainstream. It mm-hmm. was never like you you would like if you wanted to hear hip hop, you'd have to turn on like a hip hop station. Like mm-hmm. now, you hear hip hop on like everything. Like it's yeah. it's the most popular music, period, right now. And pop's always kind of been kind of the ringing champ but it is really interesting how those two things are like the biggest and like now we don't have rock groups really anymore there mm-hmm. are some if you and the, and if you dig deep and you go to like the lesser known bands and kind of the underground stuff which is what i listened to growing up i didn't listen to dave matthews or nirvana or things like that when i was a kid mm-hmm. um i was always listening to stuff that was like kind of underground and you know best kept secret type stuff um but there's still a lot of that now it's just i'm just focusing on mainstream music today um there's just not a lot of variety which is kind of strange but i am like really hard pressed to think of like rock group big rock groups big rock groups you can find a lot of little ones yeah who who make great music but there's not a lot of big ones like the the closest i might think right now is like maybe imagine dragons but they're not they're not rock like rock was back in the 90s they're not even rock like i mean i wouldn't even well i hear them I hear them on the cat a lot, so that's sure. why I consider them rock, but they are more pop, I guess. I I, yeah. I really don't even know what you would call them. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at with like things are it so ancestral. Yeah, yeah, it's like all the same. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like going back to the nineties and everything. Like three eleven was just one of those really unique bands. And I just mm-hmm. remember at the time I was like, I really liked punk music, I really liked rock, I really liked um ska. 
Like I was a big ska nerd. <laughs> yeah. See, I was going to ask you if you would consider 311 ska. Kind of. I mean, that's the thing. They they used to get like when I would buy like ska compilation CDs or, or talk to other people. Um, what? So this is super nostalgic. But one of my favorite things to do as a kid is when I bought a CD, a compact disc, and I took it home and I opened up the booklet, I would always go to the thank you list because I always wanted to see what bands they mentioned. And so, like, if I bought um, a, a CD and it mentioned, let's just say, um, a band like Lagwagon or Pennywise or something like that, I'd be like, oh, well, if they're thinking them, I need to go find out who these people are. So then the next time I go to the music store, I'm like, got a little list. I'm like, all right, let's find a Lagwagon album. Let's find a Pennywise. Let's find a Bouncing Souls. Let's find, a, you know, 311, whatever. And that's how I would discover new music because there weren't Spotify playlists. I didn't listen to the radio because if I listened to the radio, I wasn't going to hear anything like this. So that was kind of the only way I could find new music was like reading the thank you list. And so it became this rabbit hole, but like a lot of ska bands and a lot of punk bands all think 311 and 311 Hmm. would think. And so I just, they all live in that same kind of world and could play festivals and shows together. But um 311 was just like an anomaly like they were just like yeah we kind of we kind of do all of this stuff and they got i think they just got a lot of respect from a lot of different camps which yeah. you know it's pretty cool i think yeah and they're still when, around which is wild they have the most diehard fan base interesting i didn't know or, oh dude almost all their videos have over 8 million plays on youtube wow. like 8 million plays like um they sell every so every uh march 11th they do a big show um Mm -hmm. and they'll do it in different parts of the country and it sells out every time and it's the same people i have a friend who's an illustrator in the kidwit world who that's his favorite band he's gone to multiple 311 days where it's like that's like it's like their christmas (laughs) it's it's so funny because like for me it was just a season uh but for some people it's it's 311 for life (laughs) Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's really interesting. Because like, if you would have asked me, um, I I can't think of many other 311 songs that I know of other than what I would just hear on the radio. But like, I remember their kind of claim to fame at like my middle school was that everybody knew that 311 was like the police code for uh, indecent exposure. Yes. In, in public. <laughs> and so like, that was the big rumor going around school so at cool. the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever like 311? Did you listen to them at all? Yeah, I mean, just what I heard on the radio. Um, but yeah. I never like sought out their music necessarily. You have, you have to understand that at this time, I was still like heavily under the thumb of my parents as far as what I liked in life. Right. So like I was so a lot uh, of Garth Brooks, a lot of country music at this time. <laughs> and in fact, when you said when you mentioned Pennywise earlier, it kind of took me back to high school because there was a there was a punker kid. Um, he was the closest thing I've ever experienced to punk, but he basically <laughs> just it was like a kid that didn't shower and wore an army jacket in, in class. But and just told he, his parents no all the yeah, time. Yeah. Back talking. <laughs> he had um, he had all these patches on his on his jacket and like the ones that I remember so clearly he had a patch for like black flag. Yes. And um <laughs> Anti something. Anti I can't flag. remember. Anti flag. Yeah, th- maybe that's what it was. Anti flag. And then um, Pennywise. I would always see that and it would scare me because Pennywise to me was the clown. The for, clown, and, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, are, <laughs> are they talking about <laughs> Pennywise the Dancing Clown? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, your music scares me. <laughs> and it's like, good. 
So like I can't actually say I've ever even heard a Pennywise song. Maybe I have and just didn't know that that was them. But um, but yeah, that was just that's a funny. small tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I when I think about summer, I think of skateboarding with my friends or rollerblading and listening to that summer specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> three albums I could think of that were heavy rotation. Uh, 311, uh, the Blue Album, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, One Hot Minute, and um, let's see, what was the third one? Oh, Presidents of the United States of America. I have been on such a big... Pre- president's uh kick lately like they're I've, so I, fun <laughs> i've i've been i like I'll, I'll hear their songs on something not realizing it's them and i'll go download it and be like oh that's because like i only knew them for peaches yeah and and then um like i'm starting to realize all these other songs that i've heard of theirs that i really like like i um some mailman is the one i've been listening to a lot lately um, have you heard that? I don't one? know if I'm familiar. Yeah, I don't know if I'm familiar with. I that think one. it's. I think it's on the same album as Peaches. It I'm might not 100% be. Hundred sure, but it's it's really good. Um, it's just been so long since I've listened to it. <laughs> yeah, I heard it uh, because um, I was listening to the Big Orange Couch podcast. Oh yeah, that's a they fun were talking show. about a salute your shorts episode specifically uh, about Mona, the mail carrier. And at the end of the podcast, they started playing that, that song about some mail. Oh, fun. And I was like, ah, I got to go listen to that. That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Let's do simple things. Yeah. Okay. So, um, actually my simple thing, um, was spurred from what I was just talking about with that, uh, podcast episode where I was listening to them talk about, Uh, salute your shorts so my simple thing is not necessarily one simple thing but an experience i just recently had that was just like the most amazing summer experience and it was made up of all these little tiny simple things nice (laughs) um so essentially what happened was i listened to this podcast uh the big orange couch uh they're like a 90s nick nostalgia podcast and they were talking about a specific episode of salute your shorts and i was like man I remember that a couple years ago, I bought a bootleg full series DVD of Salute Your Shorts through eBay, but I hadn't watched it yet. And I fear that I've lost it when we moved um, because I can't find it anywhere. Um, I know I have it. I know I have it because I know I wouldn't have thrown it away, but I just don't know where it is. So I was like really jonesing to watch Salute Your Shorts, but more so I just really wanted to watch something you know, nostalgic, Nick nostalgic. And so when I couldn't find, um, well, let me set up the day. Uh, I went, I'm working from home this day and we are having the most glorious rainstorm outside. It's like that big fat rain that is just kind of falling. It's not like a torrential downpour or anything, but it's just like that real nice soothing rainfall Oh yeah, and yeah. a little bit of thunder here and there, but not like you're scared. The power is <laughs> going to go out because it's thundering. <laughs> and, um, I was about to take my lunch break and, um, I went downstairs and Heather and the baby were asleep. So I didn't want to stay down there and maybe wake them up. So I came back up to my office and I've got a couch in my office. That's a little love seat. And I found a DVD of Pete and Pete. Nice. And I was like, well, this isn't really what I wanted to watch, but it's, it's what I have right now. So I put it in and I've got a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, that was my lunch. (laughs) And (laughs) that's a great uh, lunch. (laughs) I turn all the lights out in my office, except for this little like rock lamp that I have. 
um, and I open up the window a little bit to let the the sound of the rainstorm come through. And then I lay down on the couch and I start looking for an episode of Pete and Pete. And the one that I found on the disc that I put in was how I spent my summer vacation. Oh yeah. And that is such a good episode of Pete and Pete. And it is so summer themed and just gives you all the nostalgic feels of, of summer. Um, do you remember what the premise of that episode is? that the one is? with uh, Mr. Tasty? It is. They're yes. trying to be his friend and he like disappears. So they kind of go on this hunt for Mr. Tasty. And um, but like the visual imagery of this episode where like they talk about how, you know, things in summer are just different about how like the electricity is louder in summer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, that hits me because I know that that's true. Like we have so many power stations in Edmond and I can just remember like walking down the street to the pool and hearing like the buzz of the electricity from the power station during summer. And it's just like the, it's those little tiny things that just like spark those feelings of yeah. like nostalgia in you. For I wonder if it shows like that that really informed how we like think about simple things. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, cause I feel yeah. like Nickelodeon was always so good about tapping into the human experience a little bit mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, it, you can't just have a Halloween episode like on Pete and Pete. It has mm-hmm. to be, we're going to break the record. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is like, this isn't just Halloween. This is about, trick-or-treat legendary status you know what i mean same thing like this isn't just an episode about you know chasing down the ice cream man this is like why summer is so good you know yeah pete and pete did that but so did like every show in the 90s on nickelodeon to where it's like now i i grow up and i'm just like ah the air just smells better in the summer or you know like this sonic drink i get all year round legitimately tastes better in the summer you know or in the fall whatever (laughs) and like that episode specifically was like you're not just experiencing a hot summer you're experiencing a heat wave where all the kids are standing out in the street and you've got all the like wavy lines from the heat rising up from the (laughs) and everybody's just in these sweat drenched shirts just standing out there like zombies because it's so hot and there's no relief until mr tasty drives up with all the the popsicles and the I can't remember uh, the blue tornadoes. That's what yes. it was called. <laughs> yeah. And um, just the names of those ice creams that they made up were just like perfect. Yeah. And then like um, they, when they're on the lookout for Mr. Tasty, one of the things that little Pete does is he hogs the, the high dive at the public swimming oh, pool. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, you know, I never went to that specific pool and high dive but we had a high dive at our municipal swimming pool so it like that took me back to all the summers that i spent there and it was just like it was a 22 minute episode but it was the best 22 <laughs> minutes that i think i've experienced all year it's like you relived all of the summers you've had in yeah the past. <laughs> yeah because i don't think i'd seen that episode probably since it was on air when i was a kid yeah and and to like relive that and just like Cause it's one of those things where it's like, it's like listening to a song you haven't heard in a long time where like when you're not thinking about it, you can't sing it. You don't even remember that you know it, but once you start hearing it again, you just instantly know all the words to it. Yeah. Again. And so it was like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this. I remember this. And it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. I've definitely had moments like that for sure. Like I, to me, that reminds me a lot of like, the this you know the 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 thunder or the yeah the thunder or rainstorm we had where you know 
like watching the watching the home improvement episode yeah. and everything where it's yeah. just like this is just like i don't know it's like the perfect it's like you you've made something and this is the recipe it's like you need this to have you need this to happen <laughs> you need this to happen and you need this you know and it just comes together and you're like this is perfect like yep. and i didn't even try it just happened like, it just happened yeah freaking love it <laughs> yeah i wasn't trying to have an amazing summer no. experience but i did <laughs> yeah that's 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 the thing i've learned growing up i've spent a lot of time trying to recreate some of the joys and the memories from days past and i've realized that the it's not about recreating what you've experienced it's creating something else and mm -hmm. those things happen by accident because i think the reason it's not so much the memory that you have and the event you're trying to recreate. It's just the way you appreciated it. Yep. So when something new and different happens, you appreciate it the same way. Yep. And it's exactly. very much so feels like you're recreating a, an event from the past, but you're not. You just know how to appreciate those little things. That's a great, great point and way to think of it. Because when you are trying to recreate That's what I think things, about at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like when you are trying to recreate, it's almost like you're more focused on trying to experience it like you did when you were a kid, that yeah. you're not letting yourself experience anything. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 if you can just let it happen and be sensitive to yeah. what you're doing in the moment and in the present, that's when you like years later be like, oh my gosh, that was so great when we did X, Y, and Z. And you realize like, well, you didn't even plan to do that. That just happened. And so there you go. You just made another, you just dropped another coin in the, in the memory bank that you'll, you know, keep and yeah. hold on to. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that was my, that's my simple thing. Nice. <laughs> well, my simple thing is, um, it happened over the 4th of July break we took and, um, I had w took my daughter to the park back in my hometown and I took her to a park that I grew up going to. And so there's a lot of differences in the 30 plus years with this park. For one, way nicer now. Way nicer park. Um, but uh, the thing that I missed the most from it, this was a, a park that was funded and ran by the Lions Club, the local Lions Club. And so the thing that I had that I always loved as a kid was this giant water fountain, like a drinking water fountain. But it was of a lion's head, and like the spout was in the mouth, so you had to. I've pick seen your head. those. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's not like unique to Grove or that, you know. I don't know, and I don't know if it's even unique to the Lions Club, and you know that was kind of like their, the thing that all the Lions Club parks have. But I've seen them before at other places and on TV and things like that. But um, at when I was a kid, I thought this is just phenomenal. Like I, mm -hmm. and you, people would always climb up on top of the lion cause it was huge and you know, um, you know, just really cool, but, uh, it's gone. It's not there, but the park is really nice now. And, um, it was just fun, man. We picked up some, yeah. we picked up some Brahms, uh, burgers and some shakes, uh, Brett and I, and we took Lydia to the park and we sat on the tables where I've been, where I've, you know, attended multiple birthday parties as a kid and, mm -hmm. you know, Sunday school events, things like that. And let her play on the playground and we ate our lunch. And I was like, man, this is just like, it's not often you, again, you can't really recreate those moments. I can't go back to being five years old trying to do the monkey bars or swing. Uh, but like probably the coolest thing about having a kid is like they can do all that and you can just like be there too. And it's like, yeah, this is, 
this is just as good you know yeah i don't have to you know play on the playground to have a good time like i'm watching her have a good time and you know helping her on the monkey bars and pushing her in the swings and um and we had the whole place to ourselves that was the best part like there wasn't a single soul out there so we had this private playground in the summer it wasn't too hot we had brahms and ice cream i mean i was just like oh my goodness like (laughs) if if only every day could be like this but um that park is so cool and so special to me because um you know not only did i grow up with it and it was kind of the main park we went to but there's this dirt road next to it and it's like a side road it goes in between a bunch of houses and so it's not really for public driving it's you know the people who own those houses will use it to you know get onto the next connecting street or whatever but i used to ride my bike on this road and um it was the 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 house that we would ride to was my uh my mom's best friend her house and she had two girls who were close in age with my sister and i so um, their youngest was my sister's age and their oldest was about a year or she's about three years older than me. So she was significantly older, but um, we were all friends growing up. And every summer when it was close to school, we spent the summers at that house because my mom would have to go back to work early to get her room ready for teaching. And so we would spend those last few weeks of summer at this house and just so many memories of like hopping on our bikes, riding to the park, spending the whole day at the park on the playground. Um, I mean, going to McDonald's and having our happy meals there. And I was just like, man, I was like, I want to do that now. I want to ride a bike and get a happy meal. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something really remarkable about revisiting a place that you like spent time as spent time at as a kid and then come back to it like 20 or 30 years later, like. I recently drove through a neighborhood that I grew up in. I think we moved when I was eight and um, I haven't been back to that neighborhood at all, but I drove past the house that we lived in and I, I you know, obviously couldn't go in it, but the outside looked exactly the same. And then kind of like what you're talking about, there's a park down the street and I drove down to the park and like nothing had changed. Yeah. And it was, but it was like, this is where my time travel thing is going to come into because once I figure out how to make a wormhole, I'm going to be able to punch a hole in time and space and then jump out 30 years later or 30 years into the past and see myself playing at that park. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. But yeah, it, oh, it, no, is, it is, no, it is crazy. Like I, I had to run an air into Tulsa where I was there for like a whole hour and I, it was actually a broken arrow and the house I went to, I did a Craigslist purchase. Um, it's not that secretive. <laughs> it's like I had to run this errand. Um, no, I bought something off Craigslist from somebody, and they lived a Broken Arrow. And uh, at the time, I didn't think anything of it because I just, I was from Ingrove, hopped on the turnpike, and it just spit me out at the exit I needed to be, weave through a neighborhood, boom, I'm at this house. And um, uh, my brother-in-law went with me, and so we wanted to swing by and get some food on the way home, then get back on the turnpike. And next thing I know, we're driving around, we're looking for uh, food, and I see Broken Arrow High School. And I immediately am like, oh, wow, I that's the high school. And then I look, and like my aunt's neighborhood that she used to live in when I was in high school, which is right across the street. And I'm just like, holy crap, I have not driven out here mm-hmm. since I was like 16 or 17. Like, And yeah. I knew exactly where I was at. Like, I didn't even need the GPS at that point. I was just like, oh, yeah, yep. just, you know. It's like I haven't been there in like 20 years almost. Like it's it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Like Yeah. 
just that muscle memory kicks in. Oh yeah, totally. So like you were talking about those lion uh, water fountains. It's so funny that you brought those up because I actually just saw those online because there was a place in Edmond called Lions Fun Park when I was little. Um, and it was kind of like a arcade slash golf slash mini golf place. Oh, that's and it's fun. been, it's been closed down for several, several years, like probably 20 years now. And, um, but I think that they had those things at that place cause it was called Lions Fun Park, obviously. And they actually, I think they had some at the zoo, but the reason I saw them was because when I was Googling those places, um, trying to find old photographs of them those things popped up and you can actually buy them um, oh that's cool are they people, the big yellow lions with the yeah, blue hair yeah with like I, the cartoonish head that's kind of yes. like a big looks like an ice cream scoop almost that's so wild man how iconic yeah. like yeah. that's so cool i'm glad i'm glad that's been seen and experienced by somebody else <laughs> yeah i don't know the what, what the origin of them I'm, I'm assuming like somebody just made them yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't know if that's unique to something or if it's just but it was just convenient that it was the Lions Head or the Lions mm-hmm. Club Park that had this yeah. lion, you know. And I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. This is yeah. so unique to us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That is. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my simple thing. Just getting to enjoy a, a childhood memory, but mm-hmm. through my daughter's lens instead oh, yeah. of, instead of my the, own. So that's the best because you get to kind of experience it in a different way. Yeah. Well, it'll be, you know, I'll hold that as like, you know, next summer, next time we're there, like, yeah, we got to take her back to the park. She really liked mm-hmm. it. Or, you know, one yeah. day when she doesn't want to talk to me ever again, I think about, <laughs> oh, I remember that time we went to the park and you loved it so much. And dad, why are you so sad? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our commercial pick, and we'll wrap this show up. All right, so I'm going to be sending you my first pick through Slack right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and here it comes. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. <laughs> this tomorrow's going to be hotter. Hotter? Okay. Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. Now's the yes. time to Sears installed central air conditioning. Get 0% finance oh charge, no billing, and no payments until August with the this, Sears Charge this is Home ridiculous. Improvement Plan. I, I remember this commercial so well. On a Kenmore air conditioning system. State-of-the-art engineering means greater energy efficiency. A new Kenmore could save 10 to 44% on your annual cooling costs. In time, even pay for itself. Sears also offers fast emergency installation, a five-year warranty on parts and labor, plus our satisfaction guarantee. And you know Sears will be there to back it up. Get 0% finance charge, no billing, no payments until August. Offer ends May 31st, so call now and save with Sears. What's the paper say about tomorrow? Another scorcher. Cool. Such a hot mom, too, though. Oh, everybody in this commercial is is fine. <laughs> the dad's pretty hot, too. <laughs> oh, my God, Mike. Thank you for that. <laughs> so it is so funny because you would see this commercial a hundred times a day during oh, the yeah. summer while watching Nickelodeon. And I'm just like, why is this commercial on my Nickelodeon shows? <laughs> I'm not an adult. I don't need to buy an air conditioner. And it's it's what's so funny is like this this commercial drove me crazy as a kid. And then just out of the blue, like 
a couple months ago, somebody posted that commercial to an Instagram nostalgia account. And I was like, yes, I remember <laughs> this commercial and instantly like fell oh in gosh. love with it. And I could I could repeat it before they even said anything. I mean, and I literally would... just did while watching it. Yeah. I was like, that's how much that's how many times I've seen it. Or... Yeah. I knew but exactly what, where it was going. <laughs> but what I love about this is just the way that it's shot, like the art direction of it. Um, you know, it's got it starts out with a, a man and his wife. They're in the kitchen. The wife is like opening up the refrigerator door to try and get some cold air on her because they don't have air conditioning and they're experiencing a massive heat wave right now. Another scorcher. And, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, um, I love that. But cool. the dad's like the dad's at the um kitchen table and he's got his breakfast i can't really see like what's on his plate but i imagine it's like some eggs and uh, he's got his coffee and um actually Probably it looks like he's got enjoy. yeah he actually looks like he's got like ice water or something and he's but he's sitting down reading the newspaper and it's just like that is one of those things that you just won't see anymore is somebody sitting down enjoying <laughs> their newspaper <laughs> reading the newspaper yeah, yeah enjoying their morning coffee or, or breakfast or whatever and like i remember i had such good memories of it being like saturday or sunday morning i'm on the couch watching cartoons and my mom and dad have the newspaper like unfolded out over the rest of the couch or the coffee table and the they're reading all the news stories or clipping coupons or stuff like that it's just like that's something that you just don't experience anymore. News stories are all on your phone. Coupons are on your on your phone. Yeah. You don't need news. I don't even know why they're still around, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but um, so it's it's the wife like saying, I can't go another day without air conditioning. The husband's like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll call today. And she goes, you'll call now. And he's like, I'll call, I'll call now. now. Yes. <laughs> it's like, that's just the perfect like 90s married couple interaction. I know. Such good chemistry. I mean, they really do. I would believe that they're actually married. But um, so then it kind of goes into the whole like sales pitch spiel. And um, the beginning and end of this commercial have such a dichotomy of filming styles. So it's like in the beginning, they tried to do everything they could to make it feel so hot. And like the, the, the camera lens is so warm and like the colors are very warm. And then at the end, everything's very cool and light feeling. Cause now they have air conditioning. In. Oh yeah. And she's Life sitting at the good. table. Yeah. She's sitting at the table eating some fruit with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what's the weather forecast for tomorrow? And he's like, another scorcher. And she's like, cool. <laughs> I love it. It's so I mean, it's good. like, it's like, it's like a soda commercial at the end. She's like, mm, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that's the I think that's the part that made me so mad as a kid because that cool the way she delivered it I was like, like you're such a mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> what a dork yeah. um, now I'm like oh man be still my heart um, yeah like, you're <laughs> such a mom <laughs> oh yes dude I, I yeah I'm with you like this commercial I've seen a million times and like I even knew the words to this commercial mm -hmm. as I was watching it and I agree with you man 100% there's a lot to it's funny how you can appreciate this now not so much then because you're like get back to my Looney Tunes but yeah. you know this is like you know now that we're adults it's like oh man I feel for them I, having your AC go oh, yeah. sucks and you know and then Again, like I, I'm with you on the newspaper thing, man. I love seeing people read the newspaper. Um, God, I would let's just let's let's do this. Let's throw these things away. These phones, let's do it. throw it away. 
We'll get all of our news from newspapers, maybe maybe five o'clock news, local news, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, because they got the best commercials on the local news, mm-hmm. um, but you don't need the big networks. And um, yeah, we'll just call each other on landlines, and um, <laughs> you know we'll still keep FaceTime like we're doing now because we need right. we need to do the podcast, um, right? But I'm I'm ready to live that life, man. Well, I'll tell you, somebody at my work. Uh, gave me this piece of advice one time and I've actually tried to implement this every now and then. I can't do it all the time. I've been able to do it a little bit more now that I have an Apple Watch, which I still don't kind of like that I have, even though I got it as a birthday present and, and I asked for it. <laughs> yeah, and they're actually kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, but he was like, we have a central location in our house where we just leave our phones there. It's like a little, it's like a little thing that hangs on their wall um, where they like hang their keys and their coats when they come home and they just put their phone there. And what he says it does is it prevents us from just scrolling mindlessly. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like having your old landline phone, you know, at a, in a place in your house. So it's like if it rings, I can still hear it and I can go check it. If somebody yeah. texts me, I can still hear the notification. I don't necessarily have to go check it if somebody texts me. But, you know, if a phone call comes in, I can I can just get up and go answer it. I don't have yeah. to have it in my phone or in my or in my hand or in my pocket all the time. And I was that's like, true. that's su- that's such a good way to think about it. And I've tried to kind of do that every now and then. But now that I'm on TikTok, I just can't stop scrolling. It's it's just Dude. too much fun. <laughs> well, OK. And so something that just happened is I'm talking to you. I'm listening. And all of a sudden, the peripheral vision I have mm-hmm. catches the notification that just came up on my phone from Instagram. Yeah. Like. And I'm looking at it, you know, and then for all intents and purposes, it wants me to pick it up and mm-hmm. caress it, give it mm-hmm. a little smooch and then, you know, start reading. I'm like, no, like, but that's, you know, put it away. Like, I, yep. I, I wish I could do that. And I, and I and have not figured out how, because like it, it's so my idea a long time ago was like, get an Apple watch. That way you can get your notifications and the phone rings or text messages um, and if you feel like you need to respond to it, then you can walk up and go get your phone from yeah. wherever in the house and, and take care of it. Yeah. Um, cause you're not going to be like scrolling on your phone. I mean, you could, but you know, yeah. you're not, you're not going to. And so it's mm-hmm. like, that would be nice. But I mean, gosh, it's just, it's as much as I love technology and I, I'm on my phone a lot and sometimes I do enjoy it. It, it, it is amazing how much time I've wasted. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How much time. And not just time, but I think it's robbed me from certain experiences. Whether oh, it's totally. talking to my family at the dinner table, or um, you know, uh, I like to listen to music at night. And most of the time, I won't have my phone in my hand when I do. Like I'll intentionally mm-hmm. listen and just really enjoy my setup because um, mm-hmm. I put a lot of time in it. Like I, I spend a lot of time arranging the speakers to hit directly to the sweet spot and making sure, you know, everything's balanced and sounds right. And, you know, I align my cartridge on the turntable. I mean, I'd go through leaps and bounds to make this experience special, but mm-hmm. I'll ruin it by reading something on my phone uh-huh. where it's like, what was all this for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I work to make sure that everything was, you know, from cleaning the records to, you know, spending hundreds of dollars on a needle for the, player to arranging the speakers and doing different tests and and i'm looking at my phone yeah while i should be enjoying it it's 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 kind of it's kind of frustrating yeah Um, i mean i was telling you oh sorry i didn't mean no i was just gonna say it's not all the time but it's it's more than i'd like to admit 
Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I was going to say that I was telling you earlier about how excited we were that Big Brother started. And the first episode that came on, I mean, we were like chomping at the bit for it to start coming on. And the second it came on, both of our kids were on iPads so that they would kind of be quiet so we could yeah. enjoy the show. They're not going to care. <laughs> right. But I look over, Heather's on her phone. I'm on my phone. We're not even watching the show. I know. And it's just wild? like, what What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like you've been waiting all day for this. And yeah. Like, and yet you're on the phone like you have been all day to some yeah. extent, you know. And like I'm, I'm mindlessly scrolling, but I think she was actually like reading like live tweets or live Reddit updates about what's going on on the show. Sure. So she was at least in the experience, but it's, it's still, it's like we were still preoccupied with something else. While well, the we're thing is, it's like it's all going to be there. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's going to be there when the show's over or when the music's over or when dinner's over, you know, or, you know, whatever it is that you said you're going to do, it'll still be there. You know, it's mm -hmm. not going to go away. Um, but, you know, it kind of just... It's just, it's a weird compulsion at this point because it it's is. like I, I literally made myself put it down, put it in my pocket while I was watching it. And then like after five minutes, I was like, hey, I'm bored. I got to pull it back out. Like, it's, it's like my hands were bored almost. Like, yeah, your hands were bored. You're not actually bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, of course... And that's why I want the newspaper, <laughs> like the air conditioning commercial. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Also, what I was going to say is we um, are the people that lived in our house before us, I guess, never canceled their newspaper subscription. So we still get the the weekly newspaper at our house. Dude, and like, so so here's what we miss out on, Mike. Let's let's dissect this because this is really about a newspaper. I don't think it's so much about this commercial anymore. This is about yeah. <laughs> newspapers so not only do we not get to sit at the, the breakfast table in the morning before we drive to work you know read the newspaper catch up on what's going on in the world but we don't get to walk out of the front door of our house in bathrobes and slippers <laughs> to bend over and pick up said newspaper to wave at the neighbor across the street who's doing the same thing or maybe mm -hmm. the the young person who threw it on your doorstep and you give them a little nod like thank you you know i got my newspaper <laughs> we miss out on that too and um we can't disappoint our kids by smacking them upside the head with a newspaper <laughs> like my dad you know i mean we can't yep. we can't do any of this stuff we don't have newspapers like yep. it's just and if and if we walked outside uh, with our phones, we wouldn't pay attention to who was across the street. But we'd also be like, "Wait a minute, why am I outside?" You know, you just mm -hmm. walk right back in because yeah. there was no need to go outside. I've done that way too many times. So I walk <laughs> into the next room, like, "Why did I come in like, here?" Wait, what? <laughs> oh well, back to TikTok. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's like, when did we become so busy that I don't even feel like I'd have time to sit down? and read the newspaper it, yeah it feels it's like, like it, an event it's exactly. like sitting down to watch the news like you have to carve out a piece of time a chunk of time yeah. that's your that is your saturday morning as right. an adult in the 90s is sitting down and reading the newspaper yep Try, trying to avoid mowing the yard or taking the kids to the skate park or whatever like you're just you like, gotta read, read all of the obituaries so that you can update the phone book <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine how pissed you'd be when the new phone book comes the, the next year. You're like, no, no, I've already put all this time in this Damn one. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. But I mean, that good commercial and good, good thoughts surrounding that commercial. I, uh, yeah, maybe I'll get a subscription to the newspaper because <laughs> they got to they got to stay in business. Like, can you imagine yeah. 
They already took our Saturday morning cartoons. When are they going to take the newspaper, Mike? Steal your neighbors, because I guarantee they're not reading it. <laughs> You're probably right, but I guarantee you nobody's getting a paper in my neighborhood. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> All right, I'm going to send you my commercial. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to set it up for you. I've, I've been been outside uh, skating, listening to 311, and then playing at the park. And so I'm coming... I'm coming in with a dry mouth, and I need a beverage. Please, yeah. So here we go. Take a drink of that. Squeeze it, fruit drink. So much fun, kids can't wait to get their hands on it. You don't just drink to squeeze it. You squeeze to squeeze it. Squeeze it in fruity flavors like Chuckland Cherry and Mean Green Puncher. Go ahead. Squeeze the fun out of it. Yes. All right, so my commercial is all about squeeze it, Love squeeze it. the fun out of it. Oh uh, God! All right, man. So let me let me get on a little squeeze it tangent here. Uh, first off, I want you to know I fully adore and love and support squeeze it. It mm-hmm. is the best drink that came in a plastic tall bottle as a kid. What Facts. what do I mean by that? It is superior in every way to a Kool Aid burst. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh my goodness, Mike. This was the epitome of like, there There are two disappointing supermarket things that could happen as a child. Um, when your mom comes home with two things, when she comes home with a bag of cereal, you know, multi meal where there's no box, no activity to play, no toy inside, or a Kool-Aid burst. Not a squeeze. My mom used to buy the bag cereal and put it in the brand name box. Oh my gosh, that sounds like something my mom would do for sure. (laughs) And we never knew for a a long time. (laughs) Wow, that's hilarious. She's like, I already opened it for you. Like, cool, thanks, mom. (laughs) Where's the toy? (laughs) There's like a handmade thing in there. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like one of your G.I. Joes. You're like, Cobra, I found you. (laughs) Why is Bugs Bunny made out of pipe cleaners? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah man like squeeze it's are genius like i don't mm-hmm. remember the taste of the squeeze it's not like yeah. ecto cooler mm-hmm. ecto cooler was the drink that changed my life that was the thing that like literally it's like the cologne you smell or the scent that brings you back into time that's the real time travel you're talking about all this waving from the sun eight seconds i don't know it's <laughs> to me time travel is by taste and smell that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe by hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, Ectocore was legitimately a fantastic drink. Um, Squeeze-Its, I do not know. I just know I liked them a lot. And I think because the marketing behind them was so genius. Like, they, it wasn't just a plastic bottle, but it was a plastic bottle with a face mold on mm-hmm. it. And it wasn't just the same face for all six bottles in the pack. They were all different personalities. And, you know, you had the really silly one. And you had the mildly silly one. And you had the one that's not so silly. I mean, yep. and they weren't super overly creative. But, like, you felt like it had the personalities and, 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 and the animation quality to them. And, you know, just the idea of picking up a bottle with a face and some arms on it. And you squeeze it and you're drinking this life out of it. And you're just like... This is what it's all about. <laughs> Drinking somebody's life force away, right? Um, and nothing was more disappointing than when Kool-Aid, you know, 
the thing your mom would make at home with a packet and water and sugar. Mm-hmm. The thing that just seemed like this is what every, everybody can get Kool-Aid. They're giving it away. You go to church, you get Kool-Aid. You go to school, you can get Kool-Aid. You go home, you can get Kool-Aid. Why are you buying it <laughs> packaged in a little bottle? Like, yeah. And it was cheaper. It was a bit cheaper because I remember that was my mother's reasoning. Was mm-hmm. like, I'm giving you Kool-Aid bursts because it's the same thing. It's just cheaper. I'm like, Mom, it is not the same thing. And I don't know what cheaper means, but I know that it's Kool-Aid is not. I've got it right here. This is a picture of Kool-Aid. I want to squeeze it. Where is the squeeze it? <laughs> well, squeeze it, I feel like were taller. But also, I think they were actually made with at least a little bit of actual fruit juice. It wasn't just water and powder yes. mixed together. Like, it I, was an actual juice drink. Yeah, and it, I remember it tasting better than Kool-Aid. I don't remember the taste. I just yeah. know I liked it better. You know, honestly, I can't remember the taste either, but I do feel like there was more substance to it than just flavored water, which is what Kool-Aid is. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like you actually felt like you were drinking a juice when you were drinking right. Squeeze It. And I want to be clear. I don't hate Kool-Aid because that, that might, that I could I could do a whole episode about my love for Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like I, yeah. It just felt like it was just kind of like, why are you trying to dupe me? You know, mm-hmm. like I like Kool-Aid's great. And to me, it is a, like Kool-Aid was all about the little sh- packets, like the mm-hmm. artwork on those packets to die for. Oh, yeah. Charming AF. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it just seemed weird to me that it's like, why are you trying to put it? Because you knew they were trying to directly compete with mm-hmm. your Capri Suns or, you know, uh, your Squeeze-Its, things like that. It just it just felt I don't know, it just felt dirty. It just did not feel right. <laughs> well, I feel like half the battle was won with the commercial and those animated bottles. Which were fantastic. I mean, it was a yeah. cartoonish, you know, the bottles came to life and they were squeezing the cartoons, not the actual, you know, bottles. Yeah, but then like going the extra mile to like make the character molds into the actual bottles that the juice came in yeah. was just genius. Do you remember the names of the characters? Uh, I don't know. So like I I didn't remember the names, but I remember this illustration. So like there's an illustration of all seven characters. And um, the one I remember the most is uh, Smarty Arty Orange because I remember his huge glasses. Yes. Like the nerdy one. Yeah. Um, But there's Mean Green Puncher, Chucklin' Cherry, Smarty Arty Orange, Berry Be Wild, Silly Billy Strawberry. Grumpy Grape and Rockin' Red Punch. Ah, uh, yes, dude. And they all like all those flavors were good. I I never I never rem- like I don't remember having a squeeze that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. See, of all of these flavors, there's definitely ones where I would think I didn't like, wouldn't like them. So like Silly Billy Strawberry, I can remember thinking I wouldn't like that, but like I had it at one point, and yeah. I tried all of them, and I loved all of them. Yeah, I mean they were good, good drinks. Um, mm-hmm. I it, you knew, it was such a cool like flex as a kid when you showed up with your lunchbox at the table mm-hmm. and you pulled out a squeeze it. Yeah, like that was like a oh, like everybody <laughs> around was like you gotta squeeze it, you know, Damn. like because you know like you would bring a thermos to school that would have like some Kool Aid in it or you know, mm-hmm. and as we got older, the the flex was like oh, I brought a can of soda. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty good, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was it wrapped in tin foil? 
Yeah, or like wrapped in like a paper towel, you know, something to keep it from yeah. getting like wet all over your sandwich and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> My dad always wrapped them in tin foil, and it was so cool because I would just like take the tin foil off and it would stay in the shape. I bet it kept it cold too. It did, um, but it actually made it more lethal to the rest of the stuff in my lunch sack. So oh, no. <laughs> it was no longer just a, a can of Coke. It was uh, a weaponized can of Coke because <laughs> yes. it had like sharp foil all over oh, it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> had indentions in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich now. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I don't know what else to say about Squeeze It other than I just adored these drinks as a kid. I loved them. And like I said, the two biggest disappointments you could do was bring home mm-hmm. a bag of Malto meal or some Kool-Aid <laughs> Burst. And look, Kool-Aid Burst, they still make. So if you they want- do. And I have some in the fridge. My daughter is loving them. And that that's why I buy them is because I try and relive squeeze it. Exactly. And that's the only reason I buy them is because it's like it feels like a squeeze it. Yeah. Tastes like Kool-Aid, but it yeah. feels like a squeeze it. Which is not bad. I mean, Kool-Aid is still good. It's not bad. Sometimes it is about squeezing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh that's what I, that's my pick. The squeezes. Think about it. them a lot. Perfect. Perfect summer drink. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the second installment of the Saturday morning ice cream summer playlist. We've got at least one more up our sleeves. Um, probably do one here in August, and then we might be transitioning into our fall programs. Um, so I um, hope you guys are having a good summer. Hope you're staying cool. You know, put on your favorite tune, grab a squeeze it. Maybe sit by that air conditioner with the newspaper mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, curl up with a bowl of cereal in your favorite episode of Pete and Pete. And we'll see you next time. And then wait for me to jump through that wormhole. <laughs> and take you back to the past. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Great Scott. Cole, we're going to the past. I've done it. <laughs> ah, here it goes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Later.